0: DA leader John Stienhaisen has urged South Africans to join the party's march to Lutuli House on the 26th of this month. He says the governing party should be closing the taps on its own corruption and bundling Eskom and privatizing most of it. He joins us now to unpack this in greater detail. Thank you so much for your time, John. You know, I am on Twitter a lot of the time and I hear on a lot of social and business circles that South Africans are just not angry enough about all the problems that we continue to have in the country and that continue to escalate, including load shedding. Is it that that citizens are actually just not angry enough or we maybe just don't know the proper channels on how to address these issues and actually express our frustration?
1: Well, I think the what happened is that government has lulled uh, South Africans into regarding load shedding and the rolling blackouts as normal to the green now where when it drops to stage four, we are all thankful for it because at least it's not stage six uh, and the like. But it is not normal to exist in a, in a society without electricity, certainly not in a modern economy like south Africa's and so I do think, however, that the latest round of stage six rolling blackouts compounded by the 18.65% proposed tariff increase has really now been the straw that broke the camel's back. And I think many, many South Africans are now angry. Um, They're expecting more from government. They're tired of the talking and of the broken promises. What they want to see is action. And uh, we believe the time for talking is over. And that's one of the reasons why we believe it's now time to take to the streets of the country through rolling mass action in a response to the rolling blackouts that have been thrust upon us by the government.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, John, um, you know, you, you really drive a point that I've also been observing that we're in an abusive relationship where the abuse has become normal. I mean, just now when the electricity goes off in your house or at a restaurant, You actually just, you don't get shocked anymore. You just carry on talking, carry on doing what you were doing. If you have a generator, you know that the electricity is going to come back after about a minute, and if you don't, you just basically accept that, f- okay, for at least the next two, four hours, you're just not going to have uh, electricity. There's actually a very um, uh, important point that uh, Gayton McKenzie, Patriotic Alliance leader, stressed, uh, saying that the success of the national shutdown would be dependent on it being depoliticized. How do you get that balance right? Because you also run the risk uh, when, uh, you know, political parties organize a march, you also run the risk that maybe. It's it won't be so effective, um, you know, looking at uh, the ANC's response because they're going to be taking it as just a political gripe. How do you get that balance where it's as, 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 you know, as much as you are organizing those marches, but the ANC actually does uh, get the message that it's actually angry citizens that are frustrated at losing their livelihood.
1: Well, my obvious uh, response there to Gayton is: go ahead and organise your own marches, then. But for goodness' sake, do something outside of just tweeting. Or moaning on social media, and that's been the message. Uh, if you don't want to join the DA march, and yes, it is a political march because we're the official opposition, and we represent over three million South Africans who voted for us and who are expecting us to do something. So, and we are the official opposition. So, yes, it is political, and as it should be because that's the only language the ANC understands. The only time that they got rid of Jacob Zuma. Was when they realized there was going to be political consequences, and the people of South Africa took to the streets. And so I'm saying to people across the country if you don't want to attend the DA march, organize a march in your town. If you're another political party and you don't want to come and join the DA march, organize your own march or, you know, or sit out there. And, but for goodness sake, let's do something to show this government that we're not prepared to simply sit back and continue in this abusive relationship as you, I think, so aptly described it, and that we're not going to take this anymore and that there are going to be consequences if you try and shove an 18.65% increase on already overburdened consumers and you continue to keep our businesses, our homes, our places of work in the dark and continue to jeopardize our economic future, that there must be consequences. And those consequences, I'm afraid to say, the only language the ANC understands is the prospect of losing political power.
0: Mm. Um, John, I'm putting you uh, in Sir Ramaphosa's seat for a few minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. You're in a seat. What do you do then moving forward? Because things are so bad that a lot of people don't really see much of a way out of this. What do you do in Sir Ramaphosa's seat right now?
1: The first thing I do is come onto television and tell the nation exactly what the situation is. None of the nonsense that we saw last year about just around the corner, we'll get through this kumbaya you know, we're going to get in 18 months, you'll forget load shedding ever existed. Level with the people of South Africa and be honest about where we're sitting. Secondly, get your politicians out of the way. Political ideology and political um, maneuvering have got nothing to do with the solution. The solution lies in harnessing private sector expertise, and international experts. Uh, who have been through this before. Thirdly, rapidly accelerate the unbundling of ESKIM and uh, into generation and supply. Don't just talk about it, like you've spoken about it for the last 12 months, actually get out there and do it. There are 110 countries around the world that have already embarked upon this process. Bring in those international experts to help us get through this. And then finally, declare a ring fence state of disaster around ESCOM so that you can free up the hands For them to focus on one thing and one thing only and that's generating electricity and putting it back in our homes our businesses and into our economy it's not rocket science it just requires an iron will and focused determination to move beyond platitudes and towards action
0: john do you think that there are actually good intentions but the 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 work, the actual getting down to do the dirty work is just not happening. Do you maybe think that in terms of policy, because just now we have this um, Just Energy Transition Plan uh, with um, all this investment going towards it, and you also had the um, Energy Revival Plan that was tabled last year. Do you think that policy is in the right direction and maybe the intentions are good, but the problem is actually getting down to do the work and implementing what they've set out to do?
1: I think you've hit the the nail on the head there, absolutely. There's a difference between the talking and the doing. It's very easy to sit and and talk about things, and we've been talking about uh, ESKIM's load shedding since 2015. That was when the President said to us, in 18 months we'll forget it's ever happened. It's got worse every single year, to the point now where we're in indefinite stage six load shedding. So things aren't getting better. So here's the thing. Cater deployment and uh, state capture have hollowed out many of the state-owned entities to the point now where I would argue that it doesn't matter who you put into the CEO seat after Andre de Reiter departs. You could put Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Jack Maher, Patrice Motsepe into that seat. The reality is that the system and the model is wrong for the delivery of electricity, and it's a model that many many modern uh, countries walked away from 20 30 years ago and yet we are still desperately clinging to this state-owned monopoly model which has now left us at the mercy of a single electricity generator supplier and transmitter to the point now where we have no choice we've got nobody else to turn to because the model is wrong and so i think the sooner you break up the model Allow the private sector in and I tell you there's a huge opportunity for us here as well. We could open up a whole new greenfield industry of economic activity and job creation by just opening up the sector to private players. Imagine the companies champing at the bit to get into the problem solving here. Imagine the customers there that are looking for, uh, you know, for, for, you know, for a way out of this. It's a huge opportunity for South Africa but we have to let go of the ideology. We've got to accept that the old clanking fist of state mm. is going to lead us to disaster. As it has at Transnet, as it has at Portnet, as it has at Denel, as it has at SAA, the model is wrong.
0: Yeah. All right, well, thank you very much for giving us more detail yeah. on that. We'll also be looking out for the logistics and the developments when it comes to that March to Lutuli house on the 26th. Thank you so much, John. And that was the leader of the DA, John Steenhazen. Mm.